After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome to another episode of Expected Buffalo, the podcast. I'm Chad Didimenez. He's Anthony Chandra, and we have quite an episode lined up for you. I know that people are excited. Uh, it is our mock trade deadline episode. So, you know, there's been a lot of a lot of chat on the Twitter sphere. People have asking for it, and then once we announce it's coming, a lot of excitement. Mm-hmm. So, Anthony will be in the hot seat today. Uh, and I will be giving him trade proposals, so he'll, if you will, take the part of Kevin Adams. Um, but before we get to that, we do have to talk about some interesting things with this hockey team. So since we last recorded, they have defeated Jack Eichel, and they have defeated the Toronto Maple Leafs again by a score that's in the five to two instead of five to one. So let's start with Thursday, and I don't want to like spend a lot of time on this because I feel like this. It has beaten to death here the Eichel situation, but <laughs> right. Um, couple things. One, uh, I was the winner of the bet mm-hmm. uh, by quite a large amount. If you mm-hmm. go buy tickets sold, so it really wasn't even close. So, uh, you have a new Twitter Twitter AV, so that's that's very nice. Everybody <laughs> loves it. The Cody Eakin is very beautiful. Uh, so that happened, but overall, a three to one victory. That's the three to one, right? Was that the score? Uh, no, four. Four to two? Four to, no, three to one. It was three to one. It was three, three to one. Because yeah. they had that goofy goal that tied it at one one. And then the right. uh, goal and the other. Yeah, three to one. Mm-hmm. So um no points for Eichel. Uh, I thought he was fine in that game. Uh, but you got a Peyton Krebs goal. You got Alex Tuck empty netter. And then you had Jack Eichel go off the rails uh after <laughs> <laughs> post game press conference, which is fine and dandy and that was fun, and it'll now be fun for the rest of the season to troll in not only Jack Hargo, but Vegas, because that's what I've decided to do for the rest of the season. Uh, so it'll be fun. Uh, they're actually currently losing 2 nothing to the Winnipeg Jets at recording time of recording. So they have not – so they lost to the Sabres. They lost to the Penguins. They lost to Columbus. Mm-hmm. And now are losing to Winnipeg. And, yeah, so playoffs, not so much. And the Sabres have their first-round pick, so that's working out for Buffalo, too. So good vibes, they're all the way around. But before we get to Sunday, uh, any any thoughts you want to throw in here on on Thursday? Oh, I mean, it, it's really funny because Jack Eichel did just an awesome job of like cementing himself as the villain. Oh yeah, in this whole thing, right? Yep. Where I think the fan base was still very much split leading up to that game, like whose fault it was, like who who was who was the real you know what I mean? Villainous party here. Yep. And he just really took center stage and yeah, it was a, it was Jeremy white uh, tweeted. He's like, it's the Taylor Swift. We're never getting back together type of soundbite. <laughs> um, <Yes. laughs> uh, so that, that was, that was probably the most accurate one. Um, but yeah, just, just a wild kind of, um, I don't know. I don't even know how to describe it. Petulant interview from him. Yeah. Uh, 
Like he just didn't need to do that. I don't know if he just took being booed really hard or. I mean, it's tough. You know, it's, it's being booed. It's losing that game. And right. it's also all you're talking, you know, you're looking what Buffalo media members in the face looked at for seven years. Yeah. After that game, you know, it's right. like just off the ice. A lot. I'm sure you had a lot of feelings going and like through. media members who a lot of whom had not so nice things to say right. about you. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and they're like, asking you the questions. They're like, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to do it. <laughs> We're going to do it. Yeah. It, so it's it's I mean, obviously, it's something he's been thinking about. Like he was he was kind of ready with some of those. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was, was it was a it was a one eighty from what he talked about all week of no resentment and you know yeah hopefully he, they, hopefully some of the fans remember the good things and don't really boo me and it was a Daenerys Targaryen heel turn man it <laughs> yes. was it was a lot um, good stuff yeah we all, we all love a good villain and, though, right and yeah and I think beating the Leafs was was great too because I mean it was two consecutive games where the Sabers were like the game that yep. day right like yep. center right. stage like now you know espn plus followed by the winter or uh, excuse me heritage classic yep and they showed up and like they they became like they, they made themselves so endearing in one weekend right like the flint tropics thing and like <laughs> dylan cousins continuing to cheer his team on from like beyond the glass right it's taking just, out austin matthews at center right yeah yeah and it's like you know they they became a little bit charming right yeah. uh kind of just in one weekend there so that was neat yeah yeah, I mean that game was fun. You know, both games are fun, but yeah, um, Heritage Classic was a good one. Uh, you know, good for the Sabers to finally win an outdoor game. Get that, you know, I think they they were zero two before that, so it's good to get that one under your belt. And of course, it's always fun to beat the Leafs again. Um, mm-hmm. I forgot who it was. Somebody had a tweet that said like the Sabers have sent two fan bases and two friends in the last seventy two hours. So it's got kind of funny way to put it, but true. Yeah, so, I mean they, they beat the Leafs twice in two weeks by a combined score of ten to three. They beat Vegas and. They're, you know, it's interesting. Now they head out west, and we'll, let's see. You know, they, you're going to have a date with uh, McDavid, Calgary, who's hot, mm-hmm. and Vancouver. So, and the yeah, trade Vancouver, deadline. So, yeah, Vancouver's kind of fighting for their playoff lives here, too. So they might be right. Yeah. I mean, Vegas let them back in, basically. So, yeah. You know, we'll see how that goes. But uh, yeah, I'm excited. You know, it's seeing some of these guys, you know, come together. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not a huge culture guy, if you will, but I mean, I think it means something, you know, that, that they want to mm-hmm. win together, that they're bonding, uh, especially the young guys. You know, it kind of reminds you of the Pominville, Roy, Vanek, you know, yeah. that kind of vibe. Like they all kind of, you know, came up and grew up together kind of thing. You know, mm-hmm. so it kind of it gives you vibes from that. You know, we'll see. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see where things shake out. But at least for this week, uh, we're feeling good vibes. We'll see where we are. Uh, after the West Coast trip, you know, if you pull an 0 3 West Coast trip, maybe not so much, but uh, we'll, see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if we're at in about a week. It'll take Owen Power getting signed to to really mm. re resurrect things. Yeah. 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 Not too far away there. It's probably about a month away. I mean, the last possible day for Power to play in college is April 9th because that's the mm-hmm. NCAA uh, men's final. Right. So about a month ish or less. You know? Even if they lose the Big Ten championship right i mean you got to figure they're an at-large team oh yeah they're, they're a lock for the tournament yeah they're 100 okay. okay. tournament yes yes, yeah. yes, yes yes yep minnesota too whatever team loses that tournament is still still um, locked in it's still locked in you know devin right. levi last time we talked was on i think you know northeastern was kind of mm, on the not on the fringe but a bubble team i guess you could say mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, i think since then they've moved past that i, I think they're probably gonna yeah. begin i think winning the hockey east kind of solidify that for them um, right but and they're in the semifinals in the hockey east too. So mm-hmm. they play UConn. You you would think they should be able to win that game to at least get to the finals. So right, you know, 
last last time we spoke, we thought maybe Levi could be here mid March. Now I'm not so sure. So mm-hmm. he won Hockey East Rookie of the Year, by the way. So he shout did. out to uh, Devin Levi. Yeah, and I think Power unsurprisingly made the Big Ten first team. First team Big Ten, yeah. 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 Portillo second team Big Ten. Oh, neat. Yeah. Very exciting stuff for the prospects. Mm-hmm. All right. I think the people just want the trades, Anthony. The people want the trades. And if we do anything, Chad, it's giving the people what they want. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, so I told Anthony before I have crafted 13 total trade proposals. Um, you know, some guys have like three offers. Some guys have one. Uh, and then we have what I like. I coined as three quote unquote major deal options. Mm. So that'll be fun. So for those who haven't listened before, I'll give you a quick rundown of how this works. So Anthony takes the role of Kevin Adams. I will give him uh, offers. He has on uh, various players that I, you know, teams want to trade for. Um, I will let him know who those teams are, what those offers are, and he will make decisions on that. Uh, Anthony has the ability to counter. Anthony has the ability to call on certain players uh, if he would like to do so. And then that'll mm-hmm. put me in the spot to come up with trades on the spot because I have no idea who you want to call on. <laughs> uh, so that always gets fun. And so he has that ability. Um, and yeah, we'll see this goes. It's a little bit different in the offseason because there's no draft. There's no free agency. Uh, so really, that's kind of just a strictly a trade uh, situation here. So not as many nuances, if you will. But um, but yeah, still still good. So uh, Anthony, a.k.a. Kevin Adams, um, which one of your players would you like to hear uh, your offers on that are currently on the board? Let's let's start with the big guy first here. Let's go Colin Miller. Well, Colin Miller. Uh, he actually has. Three trade offers. Mm. Uh, the first one is from the Boston Bruins, and okay. they are offering a 2022 third round pick that actually belongs to the Calgary Flames. Okay. The Florida Panthers are offering uh, Colin Miller, but the Sabres have to retain 50% in exchange okay. for a conditional 2022 third round pick. The condition is that the pick becomes a second in 2023. If the Panthers make it to the Stanley Cup final and Miller plays in at least 50% of the games. So okay. that condition is very important to remember. Mm-hmm. And the last trade offer we have here is from the Carolina Hurricanes. Mm. The Carolina Hurricanes are offering a third round pick in 2023. For Colin Miller. That's it, huh? Those okay. are your offers that you have. All right. Carolina's out. I know that right away. And Boston is giving me Calgary's third this year. Mm-hmm. So that's a little better. So just looking at something here. I would like to call. Seeing if it makes sense that they would want them. Mm. Now, before you decide, mm-hmm. you do have another trade out there with the Florida Panthers. Okay. So, in theory, if we took this Miller trade, this other trade would be off the table. Oh, okay. So, so do you want to hear what the other Florida trade is? Definitely. So, we're getting in, into one of the major ones right away here. This is one of the big daddies. So, 
You're not going to do a, a Dale Talent voice. I, I don't or not Dale Talent. Wow. <laughs> I just really dated myself. I, I, I'm there. not doing a Zito voice. No. Thank you. Wow. So I don't, I don't, the voice thing is you. That's not my thing. Uh, the Philadelphia Flyers and the Florida Panthers have contacted you to see if you'd want to mm. be a broker for them in a Claude Drew Oh, trade. baby. Talk dirty to me. So here's how this trade works with Florida and Philadelphia. Okay. The Flyers would receive a 2023 first round pick from Florida and mm-hmm. own Tippett, and they would re- retain 50% of Giroux's salary. Okay. Giroux would then go to the Sabres. Okay. The Sabres would then retain 25% of Giroux's contract okay. and send him to Florida. So okay. Florida would receive Claude Giroux and Robert Hag. Okay. The Sabres would receive Chase Prisky, who was a 25-year-old right-shot defenseman, mm-hmm. and a 2023 third-round pick. Oh, man. Number 10. So I'm only getting a third for retaining that salary, huh? It's only 25%. It's not that much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and you get a 25-year-old right-shot defenseman out of it. Yeah. Now, he could be an AHL and Joe Tweener. Chase Prisky yeah, is not, special. Yeah, he's not anything special. You're still getting a right-shot, you know, middle-aged right-shot defenseman out of it, too. Yeah. So I'm really getting, yeah, I'm getting a third and a seventh D at best. <laughs> now, if you retain 50%, I obviously would upped it, but I think for only retaining 25%, you know, third round pick seems like a reasonable amount. This is based on historical information, by the way. I think this is what the uh, Red Wings got, if I'm not mistaken, last year for retaining. They got a third round pick. Mm-hmm. 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 Hmm. I'm just thinking about it here. I'm just looking at all these rosters just to see if i can counter on something okay fair enough that's a tough uh these are all these are all a little bit less than i was hoping for okay which by the way they're reasonable i didn't know if there was gonna be <laughs> yeah i wasn't sure if there was gonna be one that like jumped out at me like oh man yeah yeah i did my best to not make any of these really that easy i, I yeah. like i like difficult decisions no you did well you did very well so let me ask this mm-hmm is Jay Gardner on, on like Robodos Island? Is he like never playing again? I believe so. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I was going to see if Carolina would up it to a first if I took Gardner off their hands. Mm. That's not a thing. By the way, the answer would have been no. Well, whatever. <laughs> just looking at these prospect lists just to see if I if I can counter with a prospect instead of those picks because none of those picks are very attractive to me. Yeah, there's really not a lot here. I'll save you the time that Carolina's not going to do anything else. Yeah, I, I, I X'd out of Carolina. Or anybody. I'm sorry. Anybody in the Miller discussion is not going to give you anything else besides what they're mm. offering you. Okay. All right. Look, we'll find a con- right shot defenseman elsewhere. Yep. Give me the conditional third from Florida then. So you're going to pass on, on the other one? Definitely. Okay. So you're passing on the major deal, which is the retaining, and you're going to take the – let me just highlight it on my sheet here. So to – Bring it back up. You're going to take Colin Miller to the Florida Panthers for a 2022 conditional third round pick that could become a second if Colin Miller. So the only plays. problem is it would have to become a second in 23 because Florida does not have a 2022 second. I just realized that. Oh, they do have a 2020 second. Did I maybe mix them up? They flip them backwards? Yeah. They have a 2023 second. Oh, that's what I meant. I'm sorry. It's a 2022 conditional third round pick. I'm sorry. I missed my words. 
So okay. to 2022 third, unless the Panthers make the Stanley Cup final and play 50% of the games, then it becomes a 23 second. That is correct. I read it backwards. That's okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll still do that. Okay. All right. So Colin Miller has been traded to the Florida Panthers. All right. Who do you want next? Oh, give me Hennestroza. Benny Hennestroza has three offers. Mm-hmm. The New York Rangers are offering uh, a third round pick in 2023 for Vinny Hennestroza and Anders Bjork. Mm-hmm. The Edmonton Oilers are offering a 2023 fourth round pick for Hennestroza straight up. Mm-hmm. And the Pittsburgh Penguins are offering Hennestroza um, in exchange for a 2022 fourth and a 2023 fifth. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Bjork is is kind of a veteran roadblock to a degree for me. Um, they could always like waive him, which I, I mean his value is limited on the you know on the trade market. I would think mm-hmm. uh, it was the Rangers who wanted him, and they were going to give me what? Sorry, say a third, a twenty three third, twenty three third for Hinesosa and Bjork. Mm-hmm. Is Bjork's value the delta between a fourth and a third, though? That's my question. I'm asking myself. Third is still a nice trade, something to add into a trade, which all these picks like I'm that I'd be acquiring, I'm not really interested in using them to pick a player. Mm-hmm. I want to package them for something. Right, 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 right. And like a fourth is a throw in, a third is like a little bit more of a thing. It has some meat to it. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do the Rangers deal. All right, so Vinny Hinnestroza and Anders Bjork to the Rangers for a 2023 third-round pick. I was told that pick was untouchable, but apparently that's not the case. <laughs> Very nice. Okay, I'm going to start to take control of this now. All right. So let me look at the other two. So we're going to go to Bob Hag next. Bobby Hag. So these, so you pass on the Florida option to include him. Yep. Um, these one, you only have two offers. Okay. Not difficult. Mm-hmm. LA will give you a 2022 fifth. Nashville mm-hmm. will give you a 23rd, 2023 fifth. Okay, I'll I'll take LA. Okay, that one's easy. So yeah, I, I was I couldn't think of anything crafty besides including Hag in the trade because I feel like Bob Hag has been earmarked for Los Angeles since like the second week of the season. <laughs> Honestly, like that's right. been the most logical destination for him. So I'll flip the team here because I had okay. the Rangers. Offering uh, a Cody Eakin offer, mm-hmm. but I will flip here and I will say the Edmonton Oilers are calling on Cody Eakin. Yeah, baby. And the Edmonton Oilers will offer you a 2022 sixth round pick. Done. All right. Easy money. <laughs> Cody Eakin gone for a sixth. It's All so right. funny because I don't know if they'd even do that because of the hashtag vibes. Because, you know, he's he's a good <laughs> locker room guy, apparently. But, uh, yeah, let's talk brass tacks here. I'll take that draft pick. I'll take anything. All right. So, you have one more trade offer for a player. I don't know if he's a free okay. agent, which gets mm-hmm. interesting. Is and it Craig you, Anderson? It is Craig Anderson. Mm. And then you have two major deals on the board. So, let's get Anderson Ooh. out of the way first. Let's do that. Because I have a decent offer for you, mm-hmm. but I've made it complicated. Okay. You have one offer for Craig Anderson. Okay. It's from the Toronto Maple Leafs. Gross. The Maple Leafs are offering you a conditional 2023 third round pick. 
that becomes a 2022 second if the Leafs make the conference finals. Ooh. Oh, man. Shit. How bad do you want to help the Leafs? Not at all, but also I want to do, I want to do right by the player. That's the dilemma here. That so is the dilemma. Does does Craig in this scenario does Craig Anderson want this deal to happen? Uh Craig Anderson would waive or would agree to go to Toronto. So now would he agree? Would he rather stay here or Toronto, or is he totally indifferent? Look, and that, I'm just telling you he, he would go to Toronto if, if that was presented to him. Oh man. So I wouldn't want to root for the Leafs to like even win a round. Um, <laughs> you see how I like, crafted this? <laughs> I, I did, but I gotta like I gotta not be a fan right now. Like I gotta be. I have to put myself in GM shoes. I think if you're a GM and you don't take that deal for a 41 year old goalie, like you get chastised for it. Um, he's such a leadership guy, though. Like, ah. Uh, can I ask you this? Can mm-hmm. I have a, is Anderson planning on retiring after this year? Because that's a factor for me. He doesn't know. God damn it. Man, I, think the player, player, I don't know yet. So here's, mm. here's Anderson's feeling on it. Okay. He would love to stay in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. No problems with that. Part, be part of this rest of the season. But you have presented to him that the Toronto Maple Leafs have come with an offer. Mm-hmm. And would he be willing to go to Toronto for a chance to chase a Stanley Cup? And he said that sure, that wouldn't bother him if if, if you, Kevin Adams, decided to make that deal, he would not be upset about it. Yeah, he doesn't sound like super stoked on it though. It doesn't sound like the the ring is like super super important to him. Oh God, I'm gonna hate myself for this, but I'm gonna do it. You're gonna do it. You have to do it. All right. Craig yeah, Anderson to the it. Toronto Maple Leafs for a conditional 2023 third round pick that could become a second. In 22, you said. In 22, with the Leafs Great. going to the conference finals. Yeah, you it you got to do that. I, you got to not be a fan if you're going to really do this exercise. And like I, it would gross me out. Like I feel dirty right now. Mm-hmm. But like it's a 41 year old goalie who may or may not play next year, and he's not even under contract with you if he does decide to play. Um, you have you absolutely have to do that. I mean, you don't have to do anything. Hmm. I think, I think I think you're trying to intentionally make me feel worse. I'm not gonna. I'm have, not, I'm not <laughs> gonna have. It. I'm not gonna have sellers remorse about my this. Thing, I, I think my it's thing a is like, dunk. like you I'm, have to do it. Yeah, yeah, I know. But I, I guess the thing I try to put you in is like, do I really want to help the Leafs? Kind of thing. Again, though, like. If I'm if I'm a shrewd GM, yeah, I get it. I don't, I get it. I don't really care, and also like not for nothing, I'm not giving them prime carry price. Like I'm giving no, them I know. Craig Anderson. I know, I know. Like how much is it really helping them? Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So you have two major deals on the board. Okay. Um, these are, if you will, quote unquote. I wouldn't say hockey trades, but they're major trades. So the first one, the Arizona Coyotes are making calls. Okay. So they called the Sabres, you, Mm -hmm. and they're like, hey, I have this guy, Jacob Chicken, who I'm looking Mm -hmm. to move. Mm -hmm. So if you're interested, 
I'm thinking of a package that sounds something like this. Okay. The Florida Panthers first round pick, Victor Olofsson and Ryan Johnson. No. Easy no. Easy no, because here's my logic behind it. So if it was the first round pick in Olofsson, you'd have had me probably saying yes. Okay. But Chikrin is a left-hander. Mm-hmm. I have three very good left-handers that are all going to be up in my, you know, with, with the main club next year and Darlene yep. power and Samuelson, right. I'd be banking on needing one of those guys to be able to play the right side, chicken included. Right. Yep. And, and play competently with no real drop off. Right. Yep. I could subscribe to that experiment for a late first round pick and Victor Olofsson, who, yes, he's definitely looked better recently, but I, I can't, I'm still not convinced he's ever going to be like that consistently. Anyway, that guy mm-hmm. we saw in the beginning of the year, where you lose me with Johnson is he's that guy in my system who I feel has the highest odds of being able to be a lefty who plays the right side. Okay. So I'm, I'm kind of exchanging a more, I'd be exchanging a more potentially mm, higher odds experiment for another, for a lower one. You know what I mean? I guess I'm just kind of looking at it that way. It's a lot of assets to give up on something that could totally blow up in my face. Um, and I like Jacob Chicker plenty. Believe me, he was, he was who I wanted that draft year instead of Nylander. Yeah. Um, but he's, he's firmly a second pairing guy and like, yeah, it's too much. It's too much to give up and too much of a risk for me to, to gamble on him being able to play the right side. So I'm going to pass on that deal. Fair enough. And I'm proud of you because there's not many things in this world that I hate more than the idea of trading for Jacob chicken. Yeah. I see it as not, a complete misallocation of assets. Yep. Just, I agree. I have zero interest in that. Mm-hmm. Would you? Do I like the player. A, I like the player. Do it. Let me ask you this: Would you do that? Panthers first and Olsen? No. No. Okay. No misallocation of assets. Why would I do that? Oh, but why I choose a first round pick to get a right shot defenseman? Right. Yeah. No, you're right. So proud of you for passing on that deal. All right, the last one, and this potentially is the most interesting one. Vancouver Canucks have called. Mm. They have said. Look, man, we're trying to get Tyler Myers off our books. Ooh, All right. This is so spicy. Here's what we'll do. Okay. We will trade you Tyler Myers mm-hmm. and Niels Hoglander. Oh, my God. In return. Yeah. We would like a, I'm double checking that the Sabres had this pick. They do. Okay. A 2022 fourth round pick. Okay. And Vector Olofsson. Done. Oh my God, done. Yes. Yes, I'm hanging full, up now. Full money for Tyler Myers. Two more years no, I and $6 it. million. Dollars. 32 years old. Easy peasy. Done. Give me the hog. <laughs> I am so... Oh my God, I'm over the moon about that trade. Yes. Every day. Twice on Sundays. Yes. Interesting. So this is funny. So I, sh- I, this is the last one I threw together. Okay. Maybe the background on this. Sure. Um, and I looked at it and I'm like, yeah, that, that's kind of like a reasonable type deal. Like that makes sense in logic. So good. So I, then I, I, I messaged Kevin and I was like, take a look at this trade. Does it make any sense? You know, does it seem like it's realistic a little bit? You know, just, just kind of verify this for me. And funny enough, Kevin responded and said, uh, well, that's hilarious because I was just thinking about an exactly similar type trade. So, uh, 
oh my god, <laughs> if they could pull that off, I would scream. Uh, like that's uh, I'm surprised incredible. how easily you took six million dollars for the next two years, Tyler Myers. So what? Well, I'm not going to sniff the cap ceiling in that time. Sure, he, but dude, that means he's going to play in the top four probably. He doesn't have to. But he probably is. I mean, if you're getting him, mm. I mean, he's 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 Darlene or Power's partner. Why can't he be? Yeah, I guess. But here's the thing. Yeah, I don't care. It's such a good deal. Hoglander's so good. I don't care. I'll deal with that. It does not bother me in the slightest. Niels Hoglander <laughs> is so freaking good, and I am such a fan of his. Like, that's just, yes, all day. Okay. Yeah, that does not deter me. 21 years old. Oh, my God. He's so freaking good. I thought you'd wrestle with that a little bit. No. Done. <laughs> Would you do I, I, I did think about asking you. Like, I, I think a normal person who maybe has more faith in Olsen, but you really don't, might have wrestled with that a little bit. Yep. Um, Hoglander is already better than Olsen, so that's a win right there. Easily. Sure. Yeah. I mean, by a lot. By a lot. Right? I mean, yeah, that's that's just easy peasy for me. Yeah. I have no, I have no hesitation or, or like, yeah, there, there's nothing you could say to me to make me think that's not a good deal. What if they would have said Middlestat instead of Olsen? Does that change your mind? I'm thinking. Hmm? I'm just, I'm thinking. Oh, okay. Nice. Um, Middlestat's a center. I'd probably need them to send me some kind of draft pick as well something as is that's a little lopsided and middle stat middle stat in a fourth for hoglander and myers that's what i'm saying i think you have to drop the, the fourth but yeah because taking out wouldn't you because, say the hoglander is better than middle stat yes but tyler myers better like that that's that's the that's the cost i'm upgrading that forward to take on your albatross defenseman Right, so I guess Vancouver's comeback would be okay. Then why am I why are you, why am a am I giving you more or why can't why would you give me a good fourth? Basically, would you let this deal die over a fourth round pick? No, definitely not. But I would still try. Okay, and then if they came back to you and said, "Nope, you want the pick," you would do it. Sure. Okay. I, I really, I really Neil's Hongmeyer like a okay. lot. <laughs> like he's he's very good. Yeah, he's having production-wise having a down season, but numbers-wise, yeah. at least offensively, they they look good still. Numbers look good on him. Is it is it production-wise down though? I'm pretty unless he's got oh, yeah, it out is. here. It is. Yeah, I'm yep. pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still in. His middle stat skates like a Oposo from two years ago. Like he has cement in his skates. Yes. <laughs> he's in very rough shape. Unless he's playing special teams, all of a sudden he's some for some reason yeah, gets right. faster. Did you ever notice right. that? I did. If he's killing a penalty on the power play, he somehow gets mm-hmm. faster. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Uh, but yeah, no, I love that trade so much. Oh my god, so good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's all I had. So, is there okay. any players you wanted to make calls on, or is are you are you good with your afternoon, Mister Adams? I would like. Oh well, fuck! I just traded Olson away, so no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So let me ask you this. So the only the only re- way I'd feel like an ass hat a little bit if I called the Rangers and offered them Olsen for Zach Jones, would they have done it? No. Okay, then I don't care. That's <laughs> that's what I was going to try and do. 
Okay. Now, was that all um, left? So, no, I, I don't have any offers for Mark Pesic. Uh, you did not. No, that's bizarre because, yeah, I, I could, I, I guess, only, only one I really could have thought of. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I think I had enough time kind of crafting Miller and Hag ideas. Sure. Is maybe like Edmonton or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I could have included him as a throw in one of these mm-hmm. trades. Um, I don't know. See, my, my thing with Pesic is like, I think teams would look at it as sure. Um, he's a right shot defenseman. He's, I don't know, okay, you could say, but, you know, they could say, well, at the same time, this is a guy who now isn't good enough to play in the Sabres lineup because he's been a healthy scratch twice. Mm-hmm. And I have a feeling when Colin Miller is ready to go, he's going to be a healthy scratch again. Mm-hmm. If you just think about the defensive lineup, who comes out for Colin Miller? If Fitzgerald's already hurt, I mean, the answer is Pesic, mm-hmm. right? I mean, he's, yes. he came out of the Vegas game for... Right. Yeah, I guess my only the only team that I look at who I think they wouldn't even care because they're in such... They're just so damn thin right now on defense is Nashville. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, other than that, and then again, what do you? I mean, I, I think if you do that, you're probably getting like a five. I would have asked for Luke Evangelista. Is that a real person? It is one of their prospects. <laughs> I would have said no one said you can have a five. Okay. Get <laughs> <laughs> a five or get Fair off the phone. <laughs> uh, I'd probably do it, but it doesn't yeah. matter. I didn't um, waste my time finding any Will Butcher trades. Like that's by happening. the way, that's fine. I'll I will take my Nils Hoglander and my stinky Tyler Myers and be on my way. So to recap, full recap of your trades you made. You traded Vinny Hanestroza and Anders Bjork to the Rangers for a third round pick in 2023. Mm-hmm. You traded Colin Miller to the Florida Panthers and retained 50% of his contract for a conditional 2022 third round pick that could become a second round pick in 23 if the Panthers make the Stanley Cup final and Miller plays 50% of the games. Mm-hmm. So in theory, you've now added at least two third round picks. Okay. Then you picked up a fifth round pick sending Hag to the um, Kings. You picked up a sixth round pick sending Eakin to the Oilers. And you picked up a conditional third for sending Anderson to Toronto. And then your big deal of the day was sending Victor Olofsson in a fourth-round pick to Vancouver for Tyler Myers and Niels Hoglander. Yep. So you've added three third-round picks to potentially become seconds, a fifth and a sixth. Tyler Myers and Niels Hoglander and out the door went Victor Olofsson, Andres Bjork, Vinny Hinnestroza, Colin Miller, Robert Hag, Cody Eakin, and Craig Anderson. Mm-hmm. Busy day for Kevin Adams. Busy day, yet a successful day. Because now I'm going to put so many of those picks together to try and get a top-end right-handed defenseman. So let me ask you this question. Okay. Now that we're done here. Trade deadline day. Actually, not even trade deadline day. Between right this moment in time and, I don't know if it's 3 or 4 o'clock Monday, uh, whatever the deadline is on Monday, over under three and a half trades for the Sabres. Over under three and a half. Um, one, two, three, 
Over. I think there's going to be four. Henestrosa, Miller, Hag. Who's the last one? Henestrosa, Miller, Hag. And Eakin. Eakin? Okay. Yep. I think that's right. I think I'll go four, too. I think it's four because it's going to be one of Egan Pezik, even if like Boston throws you a seventh for Butcher or something. You know what I mean? It's yeah. ridiculous. But yeah, yeah, I think there's going to be just like a fourth whatever deal in there. Fair enough. Yeah, I'm with you. I think same thing. I, I think it'd be over three and a half. Okay. Question number two. When does the first trade happen? Between now and Monday at three o'clock. I think it's three. When does the first Sabres trade happen? Mm. I'm looking at the Kings schedule. So I think, <laughs> for, I think when they can get the Bob Hag out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I uh, think Hag goes first too. And I'm sorry, the deadline is the 20th Monday, Monday, the 21st, the 21st. Okay. I think that. Da, 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 da. I'm going to go real bold here. I think Friday morning. Friday morning. Okay. Yep. They get Bob Hag in there before they play the Golden Knights on Saturday. In LA? Mm hmm. They're uh, already in out Vegas. west. In too. Vegas. Yeah. In Vegas. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. To LA. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Mm hmm. And they're already out west, right? So we can just, yeah. you know, just put them on quick, a Greyhound. Quick flight from Alberta to, uh, mm-hmm. to Vegas. Yeah. Make a bold prediction Friday morning. Okay. I was going to ask you if you think what player goes first, but I think you just answered that. So, yep. I think Bob Hag <laughs> goes first. Okay. Because they're going to want to get, they're going to want Miller to get games in to show people. Right. Like he's and not it sounds like he's game. not going to play the first one. Right. The only other guy I could see maybe is like they capitalize on Henestrosa's four points in four games since coming mm-hmm. back and yep. see if they can get somebody to bite on him being hot. Um, but I think Hag is probably the one who goes first, in my opinion. That makes sense. Which player, last question, which player mm-hmm. brings back the biggest return? Hmm, Colin Miller. Okay. Yeah, I just think uh, you've got I mean, arguably one... right now with Klimberg off the market. Right. Make an argument. He's, he's the best right shot defenseman out there. That's what I was just going to say. It's really he's a shame got... he's unhealthy. Right. Because right. if he was healthy, he... I mean, we'd be, we'd be talking like, can you maneuver somebody into a first here? Like then again, Manson first, just yeah. went for a second, so maybe not, but right, still. Right, right. Yeah, I think second uh, prospect would be pretty nice for Miller. That, that's not unreasonable, right? If yeah, he was I healthy, he, if he was healthy, mm-hmm. playing he's two games before the deadline <laughs> probably isn't ideal. He's probably the uh, best or second best right hander who's reasonably available. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Ben Chirac's the best. Of, well, I don't know about best, but the top most coveted defensive on the market right now. Yeah, he's a lefty, You're right? Uh, yeah. But yeah, in terms of a right shot, yeah, I, I mm-hmm. think. I'm trying to think. I think it's Miller because if you're taking Klingberg off, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's someone. Manson already went. He would have been one, but he's gone. Lindholm's a left-hander, right? So Lindholm might be the top, maybe the second, or yeah. I don't know. We could argue maybe the first if Anaheim moves him, right? Um, but we don't even know for sure if he's out there, right? But yeah, I'm pretty sure Lindholm's a lefty because I would have went crazy about signing him. So that's why I'm pretty sure he's lefty. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I really can't think of anybody else. That's a right shot that's out there. That's reasonable. I mean, Chickren's a left shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't think of anybody. Bristol's gone. Mm-hmm. Is it off? Is it off the table because he signed? 
Right. So yeah, Miller's sitting there on top of the board right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Miller. I think things get a little hot on Miller when Chirac goes. Because for teams that missed on Manson and miss on Sherratt, I could see them circling back to Miller. Mm-hmm. It's plausible. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, this should be, should be fun over the next few days. A lot of chatter, a lot of discussion. Um, I'm still, I'm, I'm still a little in, intrigued at how quickly you took that, that Vancouver deal. I was hoping for some more drama. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess I should have threw Middlestat it instead of Olsen. It made it too easy for you. Yeah. A little drama in there with Middlestat. Yeah, I had to, had to accept. All right. Well, I think that is it for this week. So Sabres After Dark mm-hmm. coming up this week. Our last Sabres After Dark after the season uh, out west to play Calgary, Edmonton, and Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Uh, 10 o'clock Vancouver game on Sunday is not ideal for podcast purposes. Usually Sunday is our day. Right. So what makes the most sense to me is we're just playing things in the fly here is to do a, you know, um, trade deadline recap Monday night. That makes the most sense, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's so seems right. Seems logical to do. That's what somebody mm-hmm. who hosts a podcast would do that sort of thing on that day. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, I mean, maybe we'll kind of get together depending on schedules. Maybe to do a pre deadline type deal. I, I want, I want to do something different though. Like not like, yeah, maybe get somebody on here with us. I don't know. We'll see if we can craft up. So maybe hear from us yeah. Sunday, but if not Sunday, definitely Monday, maybe even Sunday and Monday, depending on how maybe. things go around here. We'll yeah. see. So enjoy the week. Enjoy. Say what's uh, after dark um, here. Um, 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 oh, there is my mystery saber. Yes. Thank you. Yes, there is. That's right. See, I almost forgot. I was ready to mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. Good catch. Let me make sure I still have my guy here. Uh, I just want to make sure that I didn't mix it up with somebody else that he does actually play still. I know this is the guy that I asked you if like three games counted. Okay. So let me just make sure I'm not mixing him up with somebody else that he did still play those handful of games. Maybe he's played more by this point. Mm-hmm. Elite prospects would load faster. There we go. So he has played two games this season. So this is going to count. Oh, man. Played two games this season. Okay. Where is Andres Mazaros playing hockey? Oh, man. Andre Mazaros. <laughs> He's played this year, too. Wow. Yep. Oh, where is Andre Mazaros? Good Lord. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say that Mr. Mazaros is playing in Liga? Mm, no, no, he's not. Mm. He is playing in the Slovakian Pro League. Oh, man. For HK Dukla Trensen. Oh, how did I miss the Dukla Trensens? This season. Now, <laughs> before that, he played one, two, three, four, five years for Slovan Bratislava. 
Mm. Three years in the KHL, and they left the KHL in 18-19 to go to the Slovakian Pro League. So the two years before this year, he was with HC Bratislava in wow. Slovakian Pro League. There you have it. And now you know. We're so you know that he was the captain of HC Bratislava. Yeah, he's going to be the only 16, former 17, NHL player on the team. In 17-18. Yeah. Do you know the Buffalo Sabres were the last NHL team that he played for? That does not surprise me. After that, he went to play in the NHL for Sabir Novus. Novosibirsk, yeah, sure, of course, of course, and then to Bratislava for the next one, two, three, seven, one, two, three, four, five years. That's a good until pull. HK Dukla Trentsin this season for two games. That's he had one goal in those two games. Hey, that's a legitimate tank team pull. <laughs> it's really good. Yes, sir. Nice. That's a good one. Good job catching mm-hmm. that because I really forgot. And that was a good one too. We did say in the beginning of the pod, we give the people what they want. Give people what they want. So next week, it's you. It is me. Do you already have a guy picked out? Oh, I I do. Yeah. Do you already? (laughs) Yep. I know exactly who. Because I almost went with them last week, but I decided to change it up last minute. (laughs) Good enough. HK Dukla Trenson. Mm hmm. Gonna go order my jersey now. (laughs) Ah, yeah. Awesome. All right. Now I think we're done. Mm-hmm. So, hope you enjoyed the mocks. I'm curious what the feedback will be, uh, particularly on the uh, big trades that we went through. I'm curious what people think of those. Because uh, I think even the, um, you know, the rental trades will be nothing to kind of debate about. But I'm curious the feedback on the big ones to see what people think about those. So, we'll see about that. So, thanks for listening. And we will talk to you either... Sunday night or Monday evening. Uh, Like I said, enjoy the Sabres trip out west to Alberta. And After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.